podcasting live from Hartford, Connecticut. It's the Hartford Yakko Radio Show. Season 2. Hey, do you like smooth music and fun conversations? If so, stay tuned for this episode that you are sure to love. Welcome, everybody. Wow. God, blown away. Dave, you've been doing a little homework, man. <laughs> oh. Welcome to season two. No, oh, they re-upped us for season two, huh? I'm glad we weren't canceled. Well, if you notice, we're on Spotify now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, our exclusive deal with SoundCloud <laughs> fell through. <laughs> Bastards. So there's a lot of rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, since so it's season two, so because of that... Uh, because we're on we're on Spotify now, uh, you know, and and SoundCloud's pissed. Even though we're still on SoundCloud, well, they are they're fighting. They're fighting over the yeah. yeah. So we who owns us basically. So the, so SoundCloud nobody nobody owns us. Well, this is true. <laughs> the, the rights to the show. Uh, so we have to revamp the entire show. Live. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna try to re- to re rethink about it. Maybe become like a more uh, helpful show where, like self help. I don't know. Like therapy. I'm messed or? up as it is. I can't. Well, most therapists are. Yeah. So we'll have to make it like well, you season know. Season two. It's, right? it's, it's, Change it, it up a little. It's gonna be Sophomore like more slump. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like that show Home Improvement. It'll oh. be like that. So it'll be like. A so how- it's always gonna suck. Yeah, it's gonna be like a how-to show. <laughs> so. So what, so uh, if it's gonna be if if it's gonna be a how-to show, what kind of stuff could? What are you good at doing, Eric? What kind of things are you capable of? Uh, what sort of tasks are you capable of doing that well, you can explain to the listeners? I'm very mechanical. So one thing, and I've helped you, Dave, with. Herman. Yeah, <laughs> I I really like to fix small engines. Like me and carburetors, I don't know what it is. I just I can fix a carburetor. Like just put my mm-hmm. hand on it. <clears throat> know what's wrong, clean it, put it back on the machine. Have get you it ever running. Uh, fixed a carburetor on a yacht? No, but I could. Well, I guess when you, when you do that, they're probably all fuel worth. injected now. They're all diesel and all that crap. They're all you know <laughs> turbocharged and all. All right, that crap. we'll keep that in our back pocket so we don't get sued by SoundCloud and Cass. Uh, yes. What kind of thing? What any any sort of tasks that you're uh, you're capable of doing that you are, are good at that you do a- that I do well. Yeah. Um, other than sweet, sweet love making, whoa! Um, <laughs> no, I, 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 do like to draw. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're, you're an artist. Um, well, I, I guess I, I like to dabble. What kind of? Um, what do you usually do for drawing? I like to do uh, figure drawing. Oh. Nudes. Yes. You go yeah. see naked people. I yeah. do. And pay for it. Yeah, they don't even know I'm there. It's weird. How, how, do you hide? Yes, in the bushes. <laughs> no, I, I take classes. <laughs> And, uh, she doesn't actually pay for classes. <laughs> no, all you need is binoculars <laughs> and a sweet little hiding oh, spot. That's, that's <laughs> and an easel. <laughs> yep. You, and a record. You, you have your binoculars and an easel and paint. <laughs> and you're looking in the window of the community center. Just like Ted Bundy. And you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting away with it for free. Oh, that's so much more interesting than carburetor cleaning. I don't uh, know. Huh. I don't know. 
Well, um, so one thing I was I like doing, I'm good at doing, is I like searching out and finding uh, yacht rock songs. Oh, you're damn good at it. So I figured, uh, seeing how it would be, uh, we're we're skirting the line, but we could say, talk about how to find yacht rock songs. Oh, I love it. And uh, maybe while we're doing that, if if there's ever anything that crosses over to in those in explaining those tasks to new drawing (laughs) (laughs) or carburetor (laughs) cleaning, you guys could be subject experts. Oh wow. On that. There might be a podcast out there for one of us. You can, I think you so. Pick this one. So, how do you find all the gems that you give us? Uh, well, we'll start going through that. All right. I mean, I guess. Do you think it's a good idea, seeing how this is a new season, to sort of talk about, like, what, um, <laughs> what, um, <laughs> <laughs> what yacht rock is? Like, is that worth doing? I, I. I yeah. Are, are we going by, like, the, um, the yeah. Yatsky scale? So I, I wrote some notes. Oh, okay. So, And actually, in the studio with us is uh, Cass's fiancé, Sean. But he's, oh, he's not mic'd hey, up. Say, say hi, Sean. Hi. You, we, that should pick you up. So if you want, you can talk. This won't hear you that clearly. So, all right. So Yacht Rock, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, so when people say Yacht Rock, what do they think of? They think of... Easy, smooth, relaxing, yeah. pleasant music. Sometimes people say music from the past. It's a bit of nostalgia. They say music you can listen to on a boat, which I always think is kind of stupid, but mm. people say it. It's kind of like the vibe, that. though. It's like the luxurious uh, California party music, sort of, right? I listen to it in the middle of winter when I'm in my car. In or, the basement. You know, in the basement. But you're channeling <laughs> that sunshine. That's true. There's a sunshiny feel, but I don't... Yeah, yeah that's true. Um... But those, but then people, they don't. Sometimes they just stay there, and they don't want to get deeper into it. They don't want to learn more. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes people are afraid to learn new things. They're maybe afraid to admit they don't know something. Um, they could just be busy with life or have hobbies. Uh, I found there's great joy in learning new things once you get past that apprehension of being a novice. That's like the thing. You're starting something new. I remember when I was uh, in middle school and I was into metal. Mm-hmm. And I had a friend who was really into prog rock. Oh. And I'm like, I am never gonna <laughs> understand all that. Yes, and Genesis <laughs> and King Crimson. I don't even. And then. And where are we Then now? you dip your toe. <laughs> then I dipped my toe in. Oh, that was oh. downhill. And then oh, it's yeah. like the black hole. Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of lonely solo <laughs> concerts for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weird smells. Yeah. Robert Fripp and, and <laughs> Phil Manzanera. And Speaking of, are you going to that Genesis thing at the? No. Well, you That's said you, there was something. Oh, you're, oh, no, no, there's no. something at the Academy of Music in Northampton. Oh, is that coming the, up? The musical it's, box. I I don't know because I've you had talked about times. going. I'm not going to go to that. This is something different. I think I don't know. I'll have to I'm send you a sure. link. But. So, um, all right. Let me get back to my notes here so yeah so you kind of you kind of people just don't really feel like jumping into it but you know i I think it's fun to do that stuff so um when when i'm thinking and this a lot of this comes from beyond yacht rocks you know description anyways Mm -hmm. but like i think one of the best things is like uh when you talk about yacht rock it's learning that one of the things i learned is it's not really even about yachts or boats or just generic fun movie music from the 70s or 80s 
the word yacht is more of a metaphor where it's like saying you know the Cadillac of dishwashers the mm-hmm. Cadillac uh, yacht is a metaphor for so like, it's like to- the best top of the line it's a top yeah. of the line first class musicianship songwriting production it's from an era like kind of the last of the era of first call studio musician pros um, and those studio musicians you know who they did their jobs every day playing dates 77 through 83 and while doing those jobs they, they developed that sound that style and it kind of like was there was already soft rock going on in the early 70s there was kind of some more slick stuff like maybe like mid 70s eagles and fleetwood mac and then come 77 when these new group of studio musicians came up they sort of took that soft rockish thing but incorporated in disco r&b jazz mixed it with that classic song craft added virtuoso guitar solos had drummers who just put down awesome like legendary grooves so what what is some of the songs about in yacht rock they're Losers. about they're about heartbreaks, <laughs> lost loves, stalking, stalking <laughs> incels, fools out at night trying to <laughs> fake something out of their lives, <laughs> aka incels. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and that that's kind of that's when we're out playing. That's what we we sort of try to inc- <laughs> incorporate to the audience. It's like here's like miserable music that you th- that, that, that you can dance to. <laughs> well, so you can sit and enjoy. Yeah, and, yeah. And you can drink beer too. Older people might like to, and so. How do you find this stuff? That's the question. Now, are you talking about how do you discover discover the bands and the musicians, or how do you like physically find it, like cassettes and records? Uh, That's just, what just I was... the music. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, not not so much the record. I mean, because these days so much is available. Yeah, online. true. So, I mean, in terms of finding it, most things are just online. But like, where do you go online to find it? Yeah. And, you like know, the deeper cuts, or just in general, like if yep. you just if you just heard the word yacht rock, where should you go? You know, mm-hmm. you should probably go to like the the Beyond Yacht Rock oh, yeah. playlist Number on one. Spotify, uh, you know, because they've been they sort of put together. We have our playlist, mm-hmm. right? But um, and also on like on YouTube, there's some playlists like West Coast '99. I mentioned they're they're like old school, even before yacht rock, with just like West Coast style music, which is kind of what it is. So, um, but those are like the safe confines. That's like. In the world of Yacht Rock, that's like kind of, okay, here's established uh, playlists. Here's mm-hmm. what you can, you know, but what if you want to go out into the, into the wild Ooh, and, you, the and, and, and you, and you want to try to find <laughs> some new yacht. You're like, we did our mining for yacht where we were just yeah. kind of, but what, <laughs> it, oh my God, that was so fun. What, what do you, how, and so even though we're talking about Yacht Rock, no, we're, it's still a how to show. So how to. Mm-hmm find new Yacht Rock. Or not new, but just Yacht Rock songs that you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what's a way to search for them? We, that's what we can base the show on. All right. So I have a couple examples, and we'll sort of run through and play the song as an example. So um, we'll, just, we'll just jump into that, unless you guys have any questions or thoughts. No, lay it on us. What do you think, Sean? <laughs> that's a good answer. I don't know. <laughs> All right, so what the first one? I already said, use the internet as a resource, right? Where And where do I go? Yes, my, fa- I, my favorite place is on Discogs, which is you, where you can buy albums. Now, so what, do you, go, you go to all the albums and you just kind well, of Well, Beyond Yacht Rock, the, they the talk players. about this as well. Yeah, so that's, that's the one step, right? So you go on uh, to Discogs, the online record store, and it has the credits for each album 
on there and you can see who played on it. So if you said, well, let me go to the main main Yacht Rock stuff, you would say, like, What a Fool Believes or Rosanna. You see Michael McDonald, you see uh, Steve Lukather, and you can click on them and then see credits for other performances that they played on, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're seeing, okay, what albums did Michael McDonald play on and what what's albums does Steve Lukather play on? You, see, you know, of course, you see Do- Doobie Brothers and Toto or there's the solo albums and so on and so forth. But you'll see some ones you are less familiar with, uh, and you might be like, whoa, I've never heard of this before. And I see Michael McDonald and Steve Lukather play on it. Yeah, and then you can investigate it further, because <laughs> you can go onto that album and be like, all right, well, maybe some of the songs, like, when we listen to some stuff, we're like, this is just disco, or this is just, like, ballads, yeah. this is mm-hmm. just not not it. So you got to investigate. Uh, you're going to find some turds yeah. here and there, yeah. So, um... Lucky album. You still pull an album, I was like, good? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, so I made an example here, uh... And the first example is from 1978, uh, from a Canadian singer, Lisa Dalbello, and from her Pretty Girls album, and it's a song <laughs> called Still... Whoa, she has Pretty Girls. It's a song called Still In Love With You, uh, and it has uh, Bill Champlin on background vocals and Michael McDonald on, on backing vocals. Oh, goodness. Steve Lukather on guitar, Carlos oh. Vega on drums, Michael Picaro on bass, Victor Feldman on percussion Holy so shit. you know there's a lot of stuff here so How, oh my God. what do you right. say we uh you want to, we'll take a listen to this album then come back and talk about another way that you kind of look for this is sort of the a basic way we'll keep giving mm-hmm. out different ways where how you search and just sort of examples. And did you find this searching Mike yeah yeah on discogs. this was on discogs mm-hmm. i would have that's how i heard about her um there's other ways you could you, i think she had some stuff up on uh, west coast 99 mm-hmm. youtube but um yeah, but the way you kind of know who plays on the stuff is through discogs. And then track by track, you know, figure out which one is, works well. So this is uh, this is Still in Love with You by Lisa Del Bello. And we'll play it, and then we'll be right back.
Hey, we're back. Oof. So what do you think of Lisa Dalbello? Oh, killer. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. And Lukather. God, you know, I didn't know when, when I heard it. I was like, that's got to be Luke. Before you told me. I, you that said, solo is a you, sick solo. I mean, that's uh, there's other songs on the album that I've seen uh, posted uh, as videos on YouTube. Uh, that song is on it, but uh, on YouTube as well. But I don't know if it's like... The one people talk about the most from that album, and I'm like, damn, that, and that has that the chorus is is McDonald and Bill Champlin. Wow. God, and, <laughs> and you know that that tells you like how good Michael McDonald is is like he doesn't always pop out. He's mm. so subtle. He's just yeah. He lets people have their spot. You know what I mean? He's such a great background vocalist. You want to? So now that was that was found because I was looking for players. So mm-hmm. now we'll move on to the the, the next how to find some yacht rock stuff and this way actually is, is sometimes yields really cool stuff so still discogs you can look up players however if you want to you can also look up who wrote songs okay mm-hmm. so you say okay who you know who's a who's a big yacht rock person right uh like one guy kenny loggins mm-hmm. so you say well let me go click on what songs he wrote and you'll see all the, the six thousand you, you'll songs. see a lot of the generally ones. with kenny loggins i'm just going to google images personally <laughs> but <laughs> do you want to paint him nude <laughs> i already have <laughs> oh, we have spoiler offer, alert that will be our uh, merchandise merchandise yeah. for t-shirts oh my nude God. paintings yeah. of kenny loggins <laughs> to be sold or jesus easter oh. is coming up hey <laughs> That serves all faiths, Same I suppose. Thing. So, like, if you if you if you were to search Kenny Loggins, the songs he wrote, uh, you would see, like, for instance, here's here's some examples, like Sanford Townsend Band, right? They have a couple songs, like "Smoke from a Distant Fire," um, but the, he wrote a song called "Tell Me How Love Love Survives," and that's a totally Yachty song, really great song deep cut from their album mm-hmm. probably would not have noticed it if not it had it was I, I saw oh it was written by Kenny Loggins like Bill LeBounty right Ugh. I would look at who you know he, he was a songwriter as well as a solo artist I wouldn't have known that 
about Randy Crawford because Randy right. Crawford's "Look Who's Lonely Now" sure. and "Tonight Lasts Forever." So that's Forever. how you discovered Randy Crawford was Par- speak- partially, yeah, wow. just because I saw Bill the Bounty. Bill the Bounty. Yeah. Um, he also wrote "Brooklyn Girls" and "Hot." Ha- co- really? Co-wrote. Wow. Co-wrote. He, and really? "Hot Rod Hot Heart Rod what? Hot Rod Hearts" for Robbie Dupree. Really? Holy shit! And then even like a guy like Greg Guidry, who's like you know yeah. great songwriter. So Robbie Dupree did some covers of Greg Guidry songs, and you're like, "Oh, cool! I have like Greg Guidry's, mm-hmm. I have Robbie Dupree's version." Um, the Richard Kerr from that episode before. Uh, right. Before, yeah. Um, I found out. Okay, his stuff is ballady. He wrote Mandy and yeah. so on and so forth. But in 1982, I uh, put out an album, and one of the songs was co-written by Frank Musker. Frank Musker is one of the Dukes. Who's the Dukes are a big yacht? They put out a big one. Well, I was going to say his name sounds like yeah. he was on the Dukes of Hazard, actually, <laughs> but <laughs> slightly different. But there's a song called "Free" by Richard Kerr. Um, there's a really cool thing where uh, so Greg Matheson, he's a pianist, played on a lot of like L.A. studio stuff back mm-hmm. in the day. I think he played like, a, like David Roberts's album and a, a bunch but, of stuff. Yeah, the name's familiar. So I was uh, looking at what he wrote, and there was a song. By a band, a, a band called the Ritchie Family, they were like an R and B group in like 1983 or whatever. They put out an, uh, an album and did the song "Walk with Me," and, and it's like it doesn't they sound like DMC? It, it doesn't sound no, it, it doesn't sound like Aerosmith. any of their other because everything else is like R and B funk. But then they put out oh, this like su- su- super yeah, "Walk with Me," not oh, "Walk sorry. This Way." Uh, <laughs> so they put out this super yachty song, and I'm like, dude, well, this song is awesome, and it has like that kind of doobie riff in it. Or what a fool believes riff, and I, from and I and California? I California. No, they're New York, straight New York funk R and B group, but on this on one like '83 album, the song "Walk with Me," and um, it, it's totally yachty. And you look at who wrote it. Oh, Greg Matheson. That explains it. So you can find all these nuggets. So the the sample I'm gonna play though is a little different. Uh, there's a person who, if you were looking in yacht rock, one of the songs you might look at as well is uh, Arthur's theme. Oh. By, by Christopher Cross. Eric, it's your favorite. Uh, no, I think. I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to. How can try, you not like this I song? I, I know. know you don't care for Christopher Cross much. It's so good. So um, it, it's, that was written like by I good. think Burt Bacharach, but <laughs> <It's> also <good. laughs> I'll give it to you. Carol Bayer Sager. Carol Bayer Sager is like major songwriter lady. She has like f- over 1,500 credits on Discogs for songs that she's wrote. If you ever go on on her Instagram, she's like. All she does is hang out with famous people in L.A. She's like, she's a big shot, you know, big, mm-hmm. big time, big shot. But like, she started Did you in late fifteen hundred credits. Yeah, she started in the late sixties writing songs for Frank, Frankie Valley and the Monkees, oh, a whole bunch of other people. Mid seventies, Melissa Manchester, Gladys Knight, Helen Reddy, uh, and then by like the late seventies, it explodes. There's just like way, way too many songs to count. Uh, a lot of cocaine. She, I, I mean, she did like it's the falling in love. Michael Jackson, she wrote that song for Michael Jackson, It's a Fall oh, in wow. Love. Um, but then I looked and saw in 1980, and so she had a solo album that was with a Yachty song called Stronger Than Before. But I saw that in 1984, which is after she released her solo album, uh, a lady, Joyce Kennedy, put out an album, Looking for Trouble. Trouble. Um, it was produced by Jeffrey Osborne, and she did a version of Stronger Than Before. And it has like Polina DaCosta on it, Paul Jackson Jr. on guitar, the average white band drummer Steve Ferrone, who also played on the Sesame Street sharing song. Oh, I have great. to mention every time it comes up. So, I mean, it's a little bit late period, but it's still, uh, it, I think this is, this is this lady, uh, 
it's it's her Joyce Kennedy. It's her like only album as far as I could see. Uh, looking for trouble, and it is has she a cover. Still writing, or I don't know as much. I didn't look is into. She's still Joyce looking Kennedy. for trouble. She might yeah. be. Yeah, she's looking know. for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> so uh, you you want let's listen to stronger than before and be like, okay, this is one of these songs you hear from just following the songwriter thread. All right. All right.
And we're back. What'd you think of that one? Uh, for, mm. I give it like a six or a seven. Mm. Not my favorite. What but didn't I didn't you like it. about it, Eric? I, I don't know. It just didn't have any teeth. You know, it was oh, kind of it was really? it was great. You know, I mean, the performances so were great. It just did. I don't know. I think I liked it. I don't I, know. I thought it was a good one. <laughs> Not my. Thing. But yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, what, what's up next? How'd you find it? What's What's the next way? What's yeah, the next, the next one? one, and 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 how did you find it? Okay, got it. All right. So the next one is like, I I think of it as like a genre. You start thinking about a genre and how things would have moved. So the idea is that, like, all right, singer-songwriter, pop stars, whether it's jazz people, blues, sometimes even blues, rockers, disco artists, this whole, all these different genres, genres of music, as they're heading out of the 70s and into the 80s, like, style changes. So, like, what worked in the late 70s starts to not work. <laughs> disco, perfect right, example. In, in, right, in the, in the uh, 80s. And so as... Um, as you get into like 80, 81, what's already happened is like what a fool believes is like won some Grammys. Christopher Cross has won some Grammys. So there's like a proof of concept where you can see these different, uh, you know, musicians, artists who are saying, okay, we're transferring into a new, into a new uh, decade. We kind of need to update the sound a little bit. And a lot of them looked to, to do something kind of in that yacht feel. And that's that's what I sort of so want to search out. So are you talking about like so non-yacht like, musicians who are looking to... Yes. So okay. like Jesse Colin Young. Mm-hmm. He was in the Youngbloods, the rock band in the late 60s. Played through the 70s, comes to early 80s, mm-hmm. makes an album with all the yacht set musicians, mm-hmm. and then has that song Fire on the Water that got yacht skied. Or Steve Cropper, who was with Booker T and the MGs. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, come to... He, he ends up making an album that's very yachty. Mm-hmm. Even Booker T makes an album that's that's Yachty. Really? And um, someone like Phyllis Hyman, she was like a... Uh, <laughs> oh, whoa. <laughs> she was an R&B singer. It's not and, that kind of show. And she know. made this... Uh, so then in that same time period, she makes You Sure Looks Good to Me, which I think was written by Greg Matheson and has that doobie bounce to it big mm-hmm. time. So um, the, th- the, the example that I'm, we're going to play here is, is a deep one where I, I was looking for different, um, different kind of bands... And, and came across like a sort of a, they were a disco band mm-hmm. and they're called the T or just T connection. Okay. T T hyphen connection. connection. And in 1983, they put out an album called game of life. Now they're, as I said, they're a disco group. They were from the Bahamas and then eventually moved to Miami. Wow. That sounds um, pretty promising here. They Dave. started in 77. As they get into the 80s, they leave behind the disco, kind of pick up some of the George Clinton feel, maybe a little Rick James, even some of that Prince style. Oh, oh. I am but very much looking forward to okay. it. Come 1983, they make uh, this album, I said, The Game of Life, and who shows up but Steve George of Pages on some yep. piano, Polina DaCosta, George Duke is doing some stuff on it, Mike Boddicker's playing wow. synths, and then Tom Scott's on uh, Lyricon. So this is a song called Is It Real from that 1983 album. And this is where you can sort of say, okay, yeah, they were a disco band. They sort of had to change their style a little bit, got a little funky. Mm-hmm. And after this song, they, 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 they go back to the funk. It's sort of yeah. just like that it's a one, that one little blip where they, they're, they're just trying it, yep. seeing what happens. And uh, that's what we're going to play now. It's uh, T Connection with Is It Real?
back what do you think of that song i liked it yeah it was i i didn't think that was from miami i would have sworn that was from mid midwest 
Paisley Park era, like early Prince. Yeah. You know. I mean, they they were Bah they were from the Bahamas originally. I know it just says they. I think they moved to Miami at some point. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, we that gotta ask uh, DJ Juan Love. If he's uh, he's heard he's of him. Familiar yeah, maybe. connection. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So th that that was the example where we sort of look to the late '70s to see who developed into maybe a bit of yacht sound. But then the other way would be where you would go to sort of musicians from the 90s or 2000s who, are, who you know maybe are kind of just like light pop or smooth jazz. And you just kind of look at these different musicians and kind of say, well, what, when did they put out their first album? Like, when was their early album? I mean, some of, these, some of the people, obviously, like in the 2000s or 90s, they, they didn't put out their first album until like, you know, 1990 anyways. But sometimes you have someone who started an early album an in, the, in the early 80s <laughs> and before they kind of developed their main style later on they may have made one or two songs that are yachty in their early days so like one example of that is uh luther vandros there's that song never too much that's off his first album i feel like we played that once at a at a gig i think we did, did. We not? yeah yeah right oh yeah yeah because yeah. i remember Absolutely. sitting around here once and we sure. were like trying to figure out our playlist mm -hmm. and i remember that we were really digging it too. I yeah. think we like, we just let that one ride. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, so like L Luther Vandross, uh, his first album, Never Too Much, great song, and that's off. You know, that's before he kind of developed the rest of this. His, and then he his, just kind of went into ballads and yeah, exactly. Love songs and so, whatnot. one other example of that that I want to do is a guy who is sort of a jazz pop musician, uh, and he has played through the '90s, 2000s, up to current date. I think he's might be religious. I think he might be like dabble with like Christian contemporary potentially. But his name is Michael Ruff, and uh, his first album was 1984. It's called Once in a Lifetime, and the title track on that is is like pretty pretty damn yachty. Uh, it has uh, Jimmy Haslip on bass. He's played with like he played with Gino Vanelli and Larson oh, Fiend. Swoon. Uh, I like him already. Uh, John, John Robinson <laughs> was on drums. Polino DaCosta, of course. He plays on everybody. He's on everything. <laughs> I think he's got fifty thousand credits. That guy. Yeah, there's like what? That's insane. Like Johnny Appleseed. There's, yeah. there's like tw there's twelve pe there's twelve percussionists all under the name Polino DaCosta. They just show up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, so Michael Ruff has a has a career that's not yachty by any means but it but when you go back to his first album and, and so you can look for other kind of you know smooth jazz pop musicians go back to their early out that are, you know, were established you know musicians that were established in after the yacht era but go back and see if they maybe put out an early album during that see if they did anything so that's what we're going to play next it's uh, once in a lifetime by michael ruff from his from his first album r-u-f-f -F or are yeah, you he likes it rough oh, okay ruff. like the dog ruff, <laughs> ruff. <laughs> mcgruff all right, we'll be right back. Which is also Yachty. Yeah.
Ooh, and we're back. What do you think of that one, Eric? Oh, man. Dave, I haven't heard a song like you, you've given us a lot of different songs, but that one is it's it's up in the top. You love that one. It's, I do. I really it's like a 95 out of 100 for me. It just it had everything. It was like at first when I first heard the, the opening, I, I was like, oh, it's another McDonald's slash <laughs> Doobie Brother rip off. But then the verse came in. I'm like, oh, all right. This guy's got a really good voice. You're going to be like, uh, I'm going to go over to your house. You're going to be down in your basement, in your man room with your big TV, watching like Michael Ruff yes. live at the Acropolis. <laughs> with all the lights down. All the lights yeah. down. Just with a glass of wine. Yeah. <laughs> Red wine. With uh, Eric, where's your wife? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's my rough time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then the, the chorus comes in. I was like, oh, this is fantastic. And then the. The the scat singing and him playing over the, the with the keys. I was like, oh, yeah, ninety five out of a hundred. Great, fantastic. Yeah, I think personally for me, best song we played all night. Nice. Like, it makes me wonder, like, what's the rest of the album like? Is it all that Where's good? Yeah, actually, there's a lot of slow ballads on it. There's yeah. one. Maybe is that one the song, only upbeat? That's really the only one that I think is that's the best one on it. There's maybe one other song. There's one other song that has like a chorus that kind of gets gets kind of there, but it's not it's not up it's not as as there. But that's an interesting question about what else is on the album because mm-hmm. that's actually the next way I go about finding some stuff as well. You 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 find existing yacht rock, find an album, listen to the rest of it, and see yep. if there's anything good there. <laughs> if it's no. all, if it's any f- like killer, if it's, or if killer or filler. filler. Yeah. I mean, like so for instance. Like Nielsen Pearson, they have If You Should Sail. Yep. And I think last week we played that Two Lonely Nights. That's from the same album. Mm-hmm. I listened to it, liked it. I mean, like anything from Mark Jordan, whether or not it's like from Mannequin or Blue Desert, any of his better known ones, but the whole albums are great. But even like Christopher Cross, like on his first album, that like I Really Don't Know Anymore song. That's a great song. has Michael McDonald on it, but mm-hmm. it wasn't a hit. So if you if you weren't actually listening to that album, you wouldn't have heard it. <laughs> the one or, song on the album that wasn't a hit. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> Like like the Michael McDonald uh, solo album, like everyone knows, I keep forgetting yeah. and stuff. But like that song, believe in it. You know, maybe you didn't know that song, and that's a, that song's a jam too. Mm-hmm. Um, one example is uh, it's deeper is uh, like the Joe Chamay band Chamay. I think that's how you say his name. And he had a song proud that was like you know Yatskid and it's uh, yacht rock sound. But there's there's a couple other songs like bad enough. And then uh, you saw me coming, both both from the album, the riper the finer. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, both uh, the riper. The, I'm no. I'm th- trying those to songs are pretty sweet. We play bad enough once in a while. But uh, so for the example <laughs> I'm going to use though is uh, <laughs> is uh, Mr. Uh, Greg Gidry. Okay. You know, Greg. Well, Gid- yeah, we know Greg. Greg, Greg Gidry has a song yeah. going down. That was kind of his single. It's a totally yachty song. That whole album is actually really 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 good that over the line so album this? but um we're gonna do darling it's you it's at the end of the second side so it's like if you weren't actually going now this wasn't hard to find because the album is so good but by the time you get to the end of it it's like oh yeah he ends he ends on a bang it's a great song and uh i wouldn't have known it if i if i had not actually just listened to the whole album so that's uh that's the next song is Greg Gidry's Darling It's You. All right. Don't 
Ooh, we're back. What did, what did you think of that Greg, Greg Gidry song, Cass? Well, I only heard the last two seconds because <laughs> I was uh, using the facilities. Oh, number one or two? Number one. Oh, with a thread of two? With a thread. <laughs> always with a thread of two. <laughs> I guess. It's always uh, impending. A number two it? is longer than a Greg, Greg, Greg Gidry song. I think yeah. Greg, Greg Gidry. Number is twos short. can be too. They, they can number be a, two was better than that Greg Gidry song. Yeah, no, you, you didn't really like that <laughs> no, song. No, not at all. You know, I, before no. I, I was debating whether or not I was going to talk, just talk about Greg Gidry and play Joe Chimay or play Greg Gidry and just talk about Joe Chimay. So maybe I should have played the Joe Chimay. Do you think I should play it now and just to let yeah. you, you, let you I say mean, which listen, one you like I better? like Gidry. He's not, it was just whoever mixed that or, or mastered that rather yeah. must have been a guitar player. Well, it's Because the guitar player was like oh, way, way over the yeah. top. It, Do you want to hear the uh, Joe Chimay instead? Yeah, please. And so, uh, all right, that's another example. Since, uh, since Eric poo pooed it, we'll uh, try. Literally. And since I was and taking you, a poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So, uh, yeah, here's another song that I found from just listening to the album. It's uh, Joe Chimay with, <laughs> with You Saw Me Coming from 1981's The Riper, The Finer.
Hey, hey, hey. So, what, Eric, the Joe Chimay. Yeah. See, now that is more quintessential. That's more. That's yeah. more to your t- to your taste. Yeah. It's got a bounce. It's got everything to it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Cass? I really just wanted to put my roller skates on. Roller skates. Yeah, I was me like too. really digging that song. Yeah. Joe really is good. That whole album is actually pretty good. The riper, the finer. I agree. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> cougar cub. Well, well, hey, don't threaten me with a good time. Speaking of cougars, didn't you see a mountain lion or something oh. like that? Oh, boy. Yeah, we did. It, apparently, it's very controversial to claim in the state of Connecticut that you've seen a mountain lion. Oh. They're nice. supposedly extinct. Yeah. And, um, we I, well, I called the the police department. I, I really yeah. didn't know what to do. I mean, it was pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, and we saw people on the hike and just chose not to tell them because I guess oh, we're them, assholes. Let them get yeah Darwinism. Mauled. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so Sean had posted. He's really the one who who saw it. Yeah. And he posted on uh, Facebook, and we were threatened with. Acts of violence and <laughs> Why? among it's many a, other things. It's a piece of wildlife. There, are there mountain lion enthusiasts gone. who like? Well, they just claim it. They're not here. Oh, wow. so they're, they're 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 like. It's like the nutmeg tree. They're like it's the like anti the like ghost. It's like saying I saw a banshee in the woods, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. So there's there's people who it's kind of like the way we are with yacht rock, where it's like that's not yacht rock. Exactly. So there's you, extremists. You're basically like, you're on there posting like, oh my god, I love Looking Glasses Brandy. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best yacht rock song. And then like I would be like 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 I will fucking end you. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it, we we saw the yacht rock mountain lion. Got it. Got yeah. it. That's interesting. That's good. It's <laughs> good to know that there's well there's always angry people on the internet, you know. Well, that's that's what it's for. And how how close are we to this this fake this chupacabra whatever <laughs> you saw on the on This the, leprechaun yeah, was yeah. um unicorn. I don't know, Sean, how many She's about 50 to 60 feet away. 50 okay. to 60 feet away. Oh, jeez. Okay. Well, actually that sort of in a way ties in with the final thing. Um, Brandy? No, no, the no, your story. <laughs> Ties in with a final way you can get learn about or find new yacht rock, mm-hmm. and it's what what you guys did. Walk in the woods, going to Strattonbrook Forest no. and Simsbury. <laughs> Maybe, a- but probably not. But what you did is you went online and told someone what you what happened and got harassed. Right. Oh. So if you if you just put it out to the world that you hey I like yacht rock, mm-hmm. what happens? A lot of people come back to you, be like, yeah. "Oh, what about <laughs> like someone would someone would send back something? Oh, what about that Kiss song? Or like, you know, someone someone sent me like Wishbone Ash. Is that Yacht Rock? I'm like, uh, not really. <laughs> or uh, you know, like even someone sent a George Benson song and was like, "Is that Yacht Rock?" And it was, it was one that was actually kind of, yeah, I think it was. Well, Michael Ruff had a little George Benson yeah, thing going yeah. on with that, you know. But so you, you know, know you get you get kind of little things, but then every once in a while you get really, really something good. Um, from out in Chicago, uh, one of the Yacht Rock Twitter guys, uh, Jeremy Jeremy Cargill, he's a DJ out there and mm-hmm. he runs a rec- record label and so on and so forth. He just shot me a message uh, one day and was like, "Hey, dude, I saw a, a tape uh, by this the Marklay band who I had never heard of. Never heard of them." And he was like, he's like, "You should check it out." The first song on it is a cover of Fallen in Love that Brooklyn Dreams does. So I'm like, ooh, what's this? Looked up the players. A bunch of jazz fusion guys. No, like, Yacht Rock connection. It's from 1982. Um, they're from New York. Kind of jazz pop, as I said. So um, what's interesting about this one, too, is, like, 
you know, uh, not, it's not on Spotify. None of the songs really had been Yatsky. They did they did a cover of the Brooklyn Dream, so that's the closest things get. But like no personnel. Uh, it's not even no, Yacht no, York. I, I mean, and then there's uh, there's one song on this album called uh, "One Thing on My Mind," where you can't even find it on YouTube. It's a sweet song too. I, I, I'm actually not going to play. It. I'm going to play a song that is at least it's on YouTube, but it's a. Uh, it's called Strong Steady Love. But um, <laughs> what, what I really like, like oh, to, to yeah. me, like, Any what, what, but what really gets me kind of like, I'm like, that's like the golden yacht is finding a song where it's like, there's no personnel. It's in the period. It is. It definitely sounds yacht rock, but it's not even posted on YouTube. It's not on Spotify. It's just sort of that perfect little, it emerged. But it kind know. of like a mountain lion, yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like a, a little island. It's a little island of yacht. Sardinian and, uh, yacht. I want to thank bro. Jeremy for for giving us a head up heads up on that. So, I guess that that's we're gonna play that and that will, that will end the show. That the song from the Mark Lay band. Uh, before we go, Eric, any thoughts on how to clean carburetors? Any any tips? No, I mean you know just take it use, apart. Clean use it. it. Use it a good cleaner. That's all. What kind know. of cleaner do you recommend? You know, you can get it at any auto parts store. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What kind of car- carb cleaner? I don't know. Does <laughs> you, it you, also prevent coronavirus? If you spray it in your nose, it might. It might, it might okay. yeah, you you <laughs> clean carbs that's on your uh, scooters, on a snowmobile. On your, I've done on, it on uh, your snowblower. We did, yeah, we, we had a yeah. carb cleaning party. Um, on a lawnmower? Thanks for the invite. Lawnmowers all the time, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> no you got girls allowed at the curb. <laughs> well, you're, you're getting married. Now you have a lot of lawn equipment. I can uh, backpack yeah. blowers, all that crap. All right. Good yeah. So, carb. I'm your carb man. Carb cleaner, Eric. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to finish up the show here with uh, Mark Lay's uh, Strong, Steady Love. And we'll see you next episode, everybody.